Picking up the hem of my skirt, I hurried up the brick steps to the porch and its fluted white pillars. Buller, his kinky hair turned gray now, but his ebony face still without a wrinkle, had seen me get out of the carriage and was already standing tall and proud in his immaculate black suit at the open door. Nice to see you again, Miss Peggy. Buller always made such a special occasion of my arrival. I'm sure he did the same for every guest at the Lynch's, and some of those guests were indeed very important people whose arrival at anyone's house created a special occasion. Buller's badge of professionalism, however, gave importance to all of us, even those of us who had no special importance at all and arrived every Tuesday and Thursday for tea. He bestowed on me one of his beatific smiles. Come right this way, Miss Peggy. Miss Elizabeth is expecting you. Of course she was. For several years now, whenever we were both in town, Elizabeth and I took tea together at four o'clock every Tuesday and Thursday. The custom started when we both had dancing lessons on Tuesday and French lessons on Thursday, and Elizabeth would invite me to stop by for tea afterwards. We had by now learned to dance and knew a respectable amount of French and no longer took classes in anything, but we did take tea twice a week. In fact, we were tempted of late to add a third day because so much was happening in Charlestown. The year 1775 had no sooner arrived than the entire store of British gunpowder mysteriously vanished, along with their entire store of ammunition. It wasn't really a mystery to some of us who were patriots. The gunpowder vanished at midnight in the hands of some of our leading citizens, and a good bit of it was stored on the property of a well-known blacksmith. Three regiments of militia had materialized, two of infantry, one of artillery, and officers elected, and bi-monthly drills began at once. To Elizabeth's distress, her husband, Tommy Lynch, had been selected one of the captains. She had frowned about it over her teacup. He was so pleased, I didn't dare even wrinkle my nose. You don't fancy Tommy in the military? Oh, not even in the militia. But all his friends joined up. And when it comes to flaming patriotism, Tommy refuses to be left behind. Britain, clueless as ever to any signs of flaming patriotism from her colonists, had recently sent us a new royal governor, Lord William Campbell. As our colony was wont to do with royal governors, his predecessor had been run off, as had three other royal governors before him. If that did not suggest to his lordship that he was not wanted, surely the shabby reception party at the docks should have given him a clear hint. 